0: Hey! 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 Ah! Welcome back guys! I am so excited to be back! Welcome back to Uncommon! It's your girl Vanessa! How are you guys doing? How's your week been? How's your fortnight been? Well, whenever you last listened to me, how long has it been? How have you been? Hope everyone's been good. I've been good. Trying to, you know, get my life in order. But, you know, that's why we do this. I'm really happy to be back. Today is part 3 of the relationship series. And guys, I want to say the last love I had for the last podcast with Sue, I didn't realize how much y'all loved her, man. Okay, guys, I get it. But, you know, your OG girls right here. But honestly, the love we received has been absolutely amazing. Like, I'm so shocked of how many people are telling me how much I needed to hear that and how much they've been listening to it on repeat. So, guys, the love has been absolutely unreal. The love has been absolutely amazing. Um, so thank you again so much because uh, I some days I'm just like, wow, this is a good thing because anyone can just start doing something. But the fact that it's actually making an impact in lives, it's just anything I could pray for. So guys, thank you again for listening to that. That was, oh, that was amazing. That was really, really good. Well, today, 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 we are talking about relationships. We are talking about familiar relationships. We're talking about relationships with your parents you know, cousins, brothers, sisters, whatever people they are, but what I wanted to talk about is how to love when there is a miscommunication, especially when it comes to our generation differences. I wanted to talk about that. And so for me, guys, I want to say I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope that you find it inspiring. I hope you find it just something that you can also relate to. But first, let's get to the uncommon quote of the day. It says this, first your parents they give you your life but then they try to give you their life do you get that like first your parents will try and give they will give you your life but then they will try and give you their life and when i read this i was like wow we actually don't talk about this as much talking about how our parents yes they've given us life whoop yep great but then comes to a certain point when they kind of want to give us their lives or their dreams or they want to project their goals onto us and now a little disclaimer here i'm not talking about how you should you know start rebelling and saying oh uncommon uncommon podcast started a revolution against parents we're not about that life people but i want to talk about how how do you how do you kind of push past your parents goals for yourself when you have your own goals or how do you push past that miscommunication because they live in a different generation from you how do you do that? How do you please your parents, but also live a life that is so uncommon and live a life that is so for you and for your own dreams and for your own purpose that it really doesn't matter what they say, but that, you know, you're happy because at the end of the day, guys, no matter what our parents actually just do want to see us happy, but how do we ensure that we're happy we're trying to make them happy? That's what I'm going to talk about today. So look, it's, it's crazy. But I think it's something that we don't talk about. So for me, as an African child, like, is it first generation? Yes, first generation African growing up in Australia. Whoo wow. What can I say? What do you say when you go to school and you're learning all these new terminologies and you're coming home and it's like... Have you washed the dishes? You did not do this. You did not do that. And you're coming home and, you know, your white friends are like, oh, yeah, like, you know, we don't actually do dishes. My parents does my washing for me. And I'm like, huh? Your parents do your what? I have been doing my washing since God knows when. I I have been cooking since, my goodness, forever. And, you know, you hear something at school or when you're in primary school, high school, and even now in uni, and you're like, dang, like... How do you guys get away with that like and it's not a bad thing because I mean of course there's like cultural differences and what is acceptable in one culture is not in the other but for me it was just it was such a struggle it was such a struggle trying to I don't I'm not gonna say be white because that's gonna sound wrong but I'm trying to like assimilate into the culture of Australia But then you're home and you know that this is who you are. You're an African girl. You're from Sierra Leone. You speak the language. You know, you have to know how to cook. You have to know how to clean. You have to know all these things. Um, And you can't talk back to your parents. What is talking back? Excuse me. You know, you can't do all these things. But then you go outside and there's a whole nother culture. And it was really hard for a while because... I know like there are times that, you know, you'd want to try and bring like the Australian part of you in. And my mom's like, hey, 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 take that attitude back to school. Take it back to wherever you got it, you know. And it's like, wow, like it was a lot of a struggle. But the thing is, what I had to realize, and especially in high school around then, that accept it. I am um, like I live in Australia. I've grown up in Australia, but I'm an African. And I think, I'm not even just talking about Africans now, I'm just going to say everyone who's got an ethnic background and who has ethnic parents who immigrated here, I think that it's so important to actually accept it. You are African, you are Asian, you are wherever you're from, you are that. Yes, you've grown up in another culture, but remember where your roots are, because those roots are what keep you grounded. And I'm not saying it's bad, but I've seen so many, I'll just use Africans who don't even like recognize their culture i'm not talking about those who are born here because i think that's another thing but those of us who grew up here who was born in africa or born wherever you are but grew up here i think there's a difference than when you were born here but for me i see people who have so assimilated that you know their their cultural food tastes weird their you know like things like that where i'm like wow like i wish we could just be accepting more of our culture and for me that's my little story where i just had to learn to accept that hey I am blacky black 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 I am African to the core, and I have to accept that they're gonna be part of. They're gonna be parts of me that my mom doesn't understand because hey, she grew up in Africa all her life. She's only been here like what 13 years of her entire life, so she's spent a solid 40 something years growing up in a culture that is completely different. So I think also we need to cut our parents some slack because I think we want them to assimilate the way we have, or we want them to accept some things, or just be part of the culture the way we have. Um, and then when they don't, we kind of get embarrassed. You know, we get embarrassed by their accents or whatever it is. But you have to understand they've lived their entire lives in a completely different culture. They don't know what we know about feminism. They don't understand things like self love. They're like, what is this self love? Can't you just go about your business? You know, they don't know these things about feminism. They don't know these things about like equality and gender pay gaps and things like that. We are the ones who have to teach them. And I think that's another thing I want to talk about coming to the point where you have to be the parent to your parents. Do we get that? I feel like it's a bit like if, you, if an African parent heard this, they're like, eh, so now you want to teach me. But it's true. There comes to a point where you actually have to be the parent to, you, to your parents, where you have to tell, like, I sometimes have to tell my mom, mom. People don't say that anymore, you know, because they're so used of being themselves and so true to their culture that you're like, oh, that's, you know, that's crossing the line of like racist or that's crossing the line of like sexist or something like, you know, you have to be very, you have to tell them it's not okay. And I think when it comes to parenting your parents, I think the first thing we need to do, especially us who have come up, is own your voice. And I say this because that sounds so cliche. Like, ooh, she's telling us to own. No, I mean own your voice. Because I think when we grow up in a culture where, you know... I'm just going to use African because that's what I've grown up in. Or Sierra Leonean. Where you grow up in a culture where... You know you don't speak back to your parents or you really don't have a voice and not in a sense that they cut you off or anything but i think in a sense that talking back your opinion is seen as disrespectful and i don't know about you my mom is very my mom was very strict and she grew up in a very strict household where you couldn't talk back to your elders when your elders were talking to you put your hand behind your back all of those shenanigans and those who know me know I talk with my hands I am very expressive when I'm having like a conversation and I remember it took my mom a while before she realized oh that like that's her personality because for a very long time she was like stop being disrespectful put your hand behind your back stop being disrespectful. like and I had to be like no this is who I am like this is how I talk and I think the one thing I our parents need to see is us being consistent with ourselves. Be consistent with your personality because you can't try and change their mind about who you are if you are changing your character, if you're changing your personalities to suit them at the right places and the right times. Because if they see you with your friends and you are this bubbly, expressive, fun person, but then you're home and they see this quiet, shy, you don't talk back, you don't express yourself, when it comes to a lying, there's going to be a time where your parents won't respect that. I'm not saying they won't respect you, but they will constantly they won't respect that because they say you're two different people which one are you are you the quiet shy girl or are you the bubbly girl that i see with your friends and i think for me that has to come to a point where we can be we're able to be free and because when you accept yourself you're able to be free wherever you are now i'm not saying you start twerking in front of your mother because you twerk in front of your friends we're not about that life but i'm just saying if you are a genuinely expressive person when you are outside of the house be the same inside because what and i've learned this what your parents want you see is consistency with your character they want to see consistency with your personality if they see this like oh, okay like my daughter's actually a talkative or my son is actually you know he's very quiet they will accept that It may be hard at first, but they will accept that. And for me, my mom definitely had to accept that. Like she had to accept that, okay, this girl, she talks with her hands. Okay, I get very passionate and very expressive. And to anyone else, it may look as disrespect. But my mom has come to realise, no, that's just how she is. And she doesn't disrespect, but rather she's just very passionate and vocal about what she wants to talk about. And I think obviously there's a line of disrespect, obviously, where you don't start crossing it and you're like, Yeah, I'm talking my mind. Because most black parents they will they will slap your mouth and it will just become like a piece of pancake like they don't do that but i think it comes to the point where be consistent with your personality and in that way you can parent and you can teach your parents that like i am not who you were does that make sense because i think how they grew up they want to instill that in us and that's not a bad thing but it's like they want to instill their character in us and i'm like your personality and mine are so different so you can't you can instill values they can instill prayers they can instill values they can instill all these things but they can't instill their personality in you sometimes you do have the same personality as your mom your father whoever it is but when you are knowingly when you knowingly know hey like i'm very different from my parents embrace that because when they see you embrace that that's when they embrace it but when they see you being two different people that's generally when they will not embrace and they will disrespect that because they don't see consistency. And whether you know it or not, parents actually do want to see consistency. And I think that's an amazing thing because if we aren't consistent, they can't trust us. Does that make sense? And obviously that's true, but I was just thinking that some parents actually just want to see consistency, consistency in the way we bring, we talk about boys, or we talk about people we like, or we talk about relationships, Now, I'm saying, I know not every African parent wants to be talking about boys with their, you know, children, but I'm saying if they see consistency, they can trust us, like, my mom, she, like, again, I'll say my mom was kind of strict, but, like, as I was just growing up, like, if i was saying i want to go out my mom is just that one person who is like text me message me like make sure like you're constantly on the phone with me and not in a saying that you don't have fun but make sure i'm constantly having contact with you so if anything i know and the thing is i had to learn to be consistent with that because the day i don't do that it's like world war three it's like she it's like she erases all the times i have done that and this becomes a moment of distrust and i think that's another thing parents actually want to see they want to see consistent so if they are giving you a time past your curfew if you have curfew i don't know but if they're giving you a time i would like you to be home try and do that and if you can't be home trust me be consistent and just be messaging them and say hey this is it i'm on my way you know i got carried away i'm on my way they need to see that in order for them to trust you and we keep on saying my parents don't trust me my mom doesn't trust me are you giving them a reason not to because i don't think any parent wants to just rise up and say like i don't i don't want my child having fun and i get that everyone has different upbringings but they want to see that they can trust you if you're bringing home a drug addict at home saying this is my boyfriend do you think they would trust you go hanging around with boys if you're bringing a shady man here man child saying that oh i like him do you think like funny story so when i like i never introduced my ex to my mom right but i remember i showed her a picture and he used to have dreads right my god my mom Wow, she was so exaggerated. She was like, oh, so now this one is here, Bob Marley. You want to start dating Bob Marleys?" And I was like, mom, people can grow dread and not mean, you know, how they are. But low he was how he looked like. But, like, I think we need just be consistent and things like that as well. My mom is very savage, but I also had to be consistent and be like, okay, the people that I'm talking to her about, let's say the guys, the guys I'm talking to her about, do they have the same consistency? And is that why she doesn't trust me with boys? Because she'll probably start seeing the pattern that Vanessa, you're you're not dating guys that are good for you. You're not dating or you're not talking about guys. Let's say we don't tell, I don't tell her we're dating, but you're not talking about guys who, you know, you're talking about praying for you, uplifting you, or, you know, speaking life to you. And you're not even bringing the guys home. So that means there must be something going on. I've only bring, I've only brought one guy home and my mom loves him. If, like, and the others, I knew I couldn't because I knew how my mom would see them. And it's not because I was scared of that or how her perception would be. But because deep down, I knew, like, dang, like, I know this is very inconsistent with what, and this is the pattern that I've been doing. And I know she's going to be like I told you so. I mean, there's a difference, obviously, if your parents are just judging because he's not the same ethnicity as you, or he's not the same, you know, in the same culture, or if he's a white guy, or he's a black guy, vice versa, or, you know, if your parents just judge him because he has earrings, that's another difference, because when it comes to that, you also have to parent your parents and say, hey, look, my choice of guys are different from yours i my it's the 21st century there are gonna be guys who think it's okay to you know pierce their ears and wear earrings or there are guys who grow dread but it doesn't mean they're shady ice crack people you know in those cases as well you have to parent your parents and say mom or dad we are in the 21st century and this is how it is and i'm not saying again in a rag raggedy voice it's not like yelling at them but i do think it's time where We parent them and say, you have to trust me with my decisions. And you can't, as a person, run away from love. I'm not even, uh, now I'm not even talking about these lustful, you know, man-childs out there. But I'm talking about true love. Don't run away from love because he's not the same tribe as you. Or don't run away from love because, you know, he wears his pants just a little bit lower than your parents would desire. I mean, low-key, if he's wearing his pants on his waist my dear please try someone else but like i think we have to parent our parents and tell them hey it's the 21st century and not in the sense of just is the 21st century but like your choice of guys is different from theirs because sometimes they want to give you their life they want to give you how they grew up dating and it's it's not like that anymore if you met your man on tinder it's okay Girl, it's okay. And if your parents are gonna judge him just because of that, then that's not. Then you have to take up the stand and say, you know what? No, I think I found someone good and I found something good, and I'm not gonna throw it all away because I found him on Tinder and not in church. You know, or I found him. I mean, please find your men in church because you know we do want Jesus lovers out there. But I found him on Tinder and not, you know, at a. You know, like I think we have to teach our parents as well that it's okay. It is okay if we want to be different. It is okay that we desire different things and we want different things in men. You know, it is okay to parent your parents and they need to start seeing that now. They don't need to start seeing that when you're in your 30s and your 40s and then now you're trying to lie because by that time, let me tell you 100% and I'm not saying, I don't want to use the word manipulation but there is some low-key point of manipulation that our parents do, ethnic parents and not purposely. I don't think they do it on purpose. I think they want they want us to do good so much that we end up feeling so obliged to hinder our happiness for them it's like if you didn't do well in school you would want to go crazy making sure you know i work and i do everything for my parents or i make sure i date the right guy so at least i know i'm not a disappointment or let's say you had a child in high school like you want to make sure like you end up living your life now for them Because you felt like you've disappointed them once and you don't want to disappoint them again. And I think there's a point where we don't take guilt to break us and not us live a happy life. Because your parents will be happy when they see you live happily. They they genuinely won't be happy if you're trying to meet their happiness thinking that that's going to make you happy. Because let me tell you, African parents, I'm not saying they'll never be happy. But low-key, they will never be happy. You're doing a degree, oh. So when are you doing your masters? You're let's say you've done all of that. So when are you start going? When you start? When you gonna get married? You didn't let me date for like 20 years of my life, and now you're talking about marriage. You get married, oh. So when are the kids coming? You have kids, oh. So when are you guys buying a new house or buying a new car? It's like, they they have such high expectations to the point that if you try to say oh like i messed up once and i disappointed them once i'm gonna try and live my life for them you will never satisfy them and the fact is if they're if they don't see you genuinely happy you won't know you won't be happy they have to see that you are happy being a single mother, then they'll be happy for you. They have to see that you are happy just with that law, that degree, and they will be happy for you. They have to see that you are genuinely happy living your own goals and dreams. Because I think that when we try and match their goals, to be like, oh, you're yeah, like, if I can be that, you know, engineer for my mother, then she'll be happy, so that makes me happy. That's not the case. What if you want to be an actor? huh what if you want to be an actor and i know our parents will have especially ethnic parents will be like oh so i brought you from africa so you can go and stand in front of the screen and start acting what and like (laughs) low-key my mom is savage she'd probably say that but if they see you genuinely happy in your goals that's when they start accepting it and sometimes you know what you have to be okay and i'm telling you you have to be okay if they don't see that now If you are right now living a dream or living a goal that your parents aren't happy with, I'm telling you and I'm praying that you get this, you have to be okay with that. Be okay that they're not seeing the process. Be okay with the fact that they're not seeing you in your true state of happiness because they want to think that because you're not living the life they want, you're not happy. But if you are truly happy, Be okay that they haven't accepted it yet because most 110% when they start seeing the end result, they will be happy for you like crazy. If you're you're not that doctor, engineer, whatever, or let's say you had a child early and before they wanted you to have a child and they aren't happy with you for that, be okay with that. But let me tell you, when that child starts growing up and being badass in the world, you start seeing them, oh, my grandchild, I was so happy the day you were born what a lie but because they've seen that the end product is beneficiary for them they've seen that the end product is great that's when they usually accept it and we can't be mad at that we can't be mad at them for that it's unfortunate but not every parent will see you in the process and be happy for you not every parent will see you in the process and think you're doing the right thing they'll most likely be telling you this is the biggest mistake of your life because what they want is to give you their life their their source of happiness their way of thinking how the world is But that's not the case it is okay and you have to accept that yourself and say you know what mom i may have gotten my child early or i may not be that engineer lawyer doctor i may not be doing that but I am happy with where I am right now. I am happy with my choice of starting a business. I am happy with my choice of being a single mom. I am happy with that choice. And if they don't see the process, trust me, they will see the end result and they will be so happy. They will be so happy. So I wanna encourage you guys that don't fret and don't stress about the fact that they're not seeing, then they don't seem happy for you. I want you to parent your parents. Teach them that it's okay. Teach them that, you know what, mom, I'm not like you. And again, please don't start talking back to your parents before they come and slap your face and you say it's my fault. But I'm saying, tell them it's okay. It's okay. And I'm going to do this on my own if I have to, but I'm going to prove, and not just to them, because I think a lot of us sometimes want to prove to our parents. It's great to do that and have that ambition, but prove to yourself first and foremost that you are so much more than they thought you would be you are so much stronger than you are you are so much more smarter than you think if they are measuring your iq and your intelligence based on a piece of paper called a degree don't fret because i know a lot of parents even think like tafe is like <coughs> the back word of uni that's okay i don't like if that's what they think be like you know what i'm still gonna go to tafe and I'm still going to come out with that diploma or I don't know what TAFE comes out with, but I'm still going to come out with that. And even if you're not proud, I know I'm going to get a job. And it's funny, you can go to TAFE and they'll be complaining, oh, so you couldn't even get to university. You're doing if you're doing TAFE and you get a bomb ass job. They're like, oh, my child, I'm so proud of you. You know, and if you live, if you try and live your happiness based on that unwaveringness, you will never be happy. Absolutely not. So, guys, I'm trying to just encourage and say, like, don't let your parents' lack of understanding of your dreams and your goals hinder you from fully living them. Because, hey, like, there are some family members just who are, and it's not not, not even sometimes the mothers. Can I just say, it's not even sometimes your mother or your father. It's them aunties, them aunties who cannot shut up can i just say them aunties who will see you on the street i saw her with her boy you may be walking with like someone who is 50 i saw her with her man like imagine i'm like eh, so when is my like me just walking down randall mall now a thing for you to go snitch like those aunties that are snitches i'm like god has to just i don't want to say fire them but she has to just fire their mouth because those mouths are sharp because what they do is they twist it, and then your parents now come accusing you oh so you're here instead of going to school or coming straight from school, you're going to walking around with boys in and I'm like, oh wait, what, how did this even uh, how um, yeah, so aunties please, if you're listening, shut up, please, shut your mouth because we don't want stitch, we don't want snitches, snitches, we don't want them in our family. We don't want them so guys look I'm telling you right now you cannot measure your happiness with your parents happiness because <laughs> sometimes they won't be happy and a lot of times as well I realized this that a lot of parents they're hurt whatever they went through they are hurt and I think them and I don't want to use the word controlling but they feel like if they have some sort of control over your life and they can kind of make you their perfect image that will satisfy them as well. And I mean it's not you're not responsible for your parents, you know, healing because they have to do that on their own. But you also can't be so harsh on them and not realize that they came from a different generation. They probably grew up with parents who wasn't there for them or they grew up with parents who never listened to them and so that's all they've known. And if that's all you've known, you can't do any better. But I'm asking you, us who do know better, let's teach our parents. Let's be the ones who parent them. Let's be the ones who tell them like, hey, it's not going to be the same. The way you grew up and the way I'm growing up, it's 100% not the same. Could you accept that? If we can parent our parents in a way that one, enlightens them, but two, also gives us the freedom for us to be our authentic self and to own our voice, then we've made it. We've 100% made it. But there comes a point as well where if we can't parent our parents, and this is something I really want to get into, if you can't parent your parents, or you're divorced them, pack your bags. Uh, Before I start saying pack your bags, before people start leaving their houses, because hey, look, some of us cannot pay rent by ourselves, me included. But I don't mean pack your bags physically, but I mean divorce your parents. What is divorcing your parents, you may ask? Well, let me tell you. Divorcing your parents is when you say, hey mom, hey dad, I'm not going to be the person you want me to be. I'm into makeup. I'm not into a law degree. I want to do makeup for the rest of my life. I want to get into, you know, trading rather than sit in an office for nine to five or be a business person. Or how about like, I don't want to marry an African. I don't want to marry someone from the same tribe as us. You have to divorce your parents and sometimes in a way that, again, respectful, please don't start yelling at them. Divorce them in a way that says, I am grown now, mom. Like help, like trust me enough to make your own, my own decisions. Now, when I say that, can I just add a little PSA? If we're saying our parents will trust us enough, don't give them a reason not to trust you stop making stupid decisions for them to read to be like oh dang you see why i can't trust you you keep on making the same dumbass decisions if you want your parents to trust you stop giving them reasons not to but again as i was saying before it's okay to divorce your parents it's okay to diverge away from what they've what they think they know it's okay to diverge away from that it's okay and you have to be you have to be okay with that as well. Because when I say divorce your parents, you think about it, it's that whole I'm not a child anymore, Mom. Like I can make my own decisions, you know? I can make my own decisions in what car I want. I can make my own decisions in what fam like what my future is gonna look like. Because sometimes our parents already have our future set out for us. You know, you go to school marry get her children some of them you know want to come and live with us or want us to live with them and all of that but it's if you are not that it's okay to say no like for me culturally like i because i'm the youngest girl i have the responsibility to say if like when i do get older and get married like my mom has to live with me And mom and I have had that conversation. I told her, mom, 100% I'm okay with that. But you have to realize as well that if times do get to the point where it's inconvenient for my family and for my children and all for my husband, like we would have to sort another way out. And I'm not saying I'm going to kick her to the curb, but I I had to tell her that I'm not going to be in your life forever. And vice versa, we're not gonna be in the same house forever. There are gonna be times where I'm gonna travel, like even sometimes talking about like career goals and how I wanna work overseas and stuff, my mom gets like low key hypertension and I have to tell her mom, I'm gonna have to divorce you and I don't use the word divorce when I'm talking to her, but it's the exact same thing. You have to divorce your parents. Sometimes they expect you to live in that house forever or they think that you're gonna, you know, stay in Adelaide forever or you're gonna, you know, stay where you are for a long time, but You have to tell them, no, I have my own goals. I have my own plans. I have my own dreams. I plan to go out and, you know, explore the world and travel and things like that. And things they don't understand, you have to say, okay, if you refuse, and it's not just that they don't understand, but if they refuse to understand, you have to divorce them. A 100%. And again, I'm not saying disrespect, guys, because our parents deserve the utmost respect. They have done more than anything for us they have done have they've gone through heaven and hell for us especially parents who've gone through war guys I want us to remember that that they have gone through ridiculous amounts of pain for us just for us to be in a safe place but I think that we can't continually always it's great to repay our parents but we can't let the guilt of oh I used to carry you on my back and now you're talking back to me like we can't let the guilt of their manipulation And not again, manipulation is a wrong word, but I feel like everyone knows what I'm talking about. But we can't let that guilt stop us from living our lives. So I say, if you have a family that is so different from you, whether, whether it's through generations or through just cultural differences... It's okay to stand up for yourself and not disrespect, but it's okay to have your own voice, own your voice, own your truth, own your narrative. And when they see that, trust me, parents want to see their child live their authentic self. And when you live your authentic self, they will sooner or later accept it. Sometimes they won't, but they will sooner or later accept it. But I want everyone to live their lives for themselves. Have your parents in the back of your head because you have to definitely just make them proud. Proud. But if some parents aren't going to be proud because you're not living the life they want you to live, then you have to be okay with that and make sure you make yourself proud because parents, not every parent will see the process as I was saying before, but when they see the end goal, trust me, they will definitely celebrate you. So be one, love yourself, love your parents, love your family 100%. I know not every family is lovable, (laughs) I know that, but love is not just a feeling it's a constant making up of your mind and a decision that you say i am going to choose to love and respect and cherish these people that god has chosen to put in my life and god has chosen me to be a part of that's what it is to love them it's not just the emotions of when you guys are laughing together and the good times and maybe you've never had good times but it's the thing that oh, you were placed in that family for a purpose. There's no such a mistake that, oh, I wasn't supposed to be in this family. You were supposed to be in the family that you're in right now. So love them. Be authentic to yourself. And sooner or later, they will see where they fall short or they will see they're wrong. So guys, hope that makes sense. I swear, people who say only 30... people, You guys who voted for 30-minute podcasts, man, y'all are killing me. Because I, sometimes I want to go on and on, but I have to keep watch of time. But honestly, guys, I am so thankful that you listened again. And I hope this does empower and this encourages someone out there. Because I know how it is to live with a strict mom or mom who has grown up her life completely different from what I'm growing up and what I'm seeing now. But they do have experience and they do have genuine intentions for the best of us. So let's own our truth. Let's be truthful to ourselves. And when they see that, they will accept who you are. Thank you again, guys, for listening to Uncommon. My name is Vanessa. You know that. Like Facebook instagram comment guys share the videos i want people to be encouraged as well it's not just to get my name out there because that's not the name that's not the purpose of this but i want each and every one of you and those around you to also feel the inspiration that you feel when you listen to this so thank you guys again oh can't wait to have the next podcast the next episode i don't know what we're going to talk about next episode but i'll figure that out (laughs) but thank you guys so much um i love you guys thank you again for the support Peace out and see you next episode. See ya.